This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Welcome, welcome to the Blueprint Bosses podcast. I'm Carol Reid and I'm here with my friends Lucy Fritchie and Jen Myers and we are the 90 Day Divas. Welcome ladies. Hello, hello. So we've got Jen on phone from the Waikato. Lucy and I are based in Hawke's Bay. And our podcast today is all around clarity. Now, we know that there's lots of you out there that are feeling a little bit overwhelmed, you know, over the whelm that we've talked about before. And really, you're wanting a little bit more clarity, that bit more direction in your business and your life sometimes as well. And we're just going to talk a bit about that, aren't we, Lucy? Yeah, and then we're also going to be talking about living in your passion and your purpose. And where's your superpower and how can you actually step into your superpower and not just live in that power but also for your business that you can really start using all your superpowers yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah so start us off what's our first little question that we want to cover well I guess one big question is well how can I find where my superpower is Mm -hmm. what what do I need to do is that something that comes to me or how do do I know if that is my superpower Mm -hmm. Jen have you got any words of wisdom well, I think, and it's interesting because we just had a discussion about this very recently, and it's, you know, what recurring, you know, themes crop up during your lifetime as you think about what kind of activities you've been drawn to and what you're really good at, what are your strengths. And even if you don't know, I think I've asked so many clients what their strengths are, and they kind of, you know, they almost look at you like, oh, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some mm-hmm. people know, but many don't. But, you know, sometimes it's a matter of asking the people around you, your friends, your family, you know, what do they consider your strengths? Because they're going to see things that you can't see yourself, right? Totally. Yeah, 100%. Isn't there a little exercise people can do too? They could um, email or, you know, um, ask a group of trusted friends yeah. uh, a little series of questions perhaps. You know, what what do you feel you see lights me up when I talk about things? You know, um, what would you say is something that I'm strong at doing or that you've seen me do in the past? You know, that kind of thing, isn't it, Jen? Absolutely. You know, what three words would you use to describe me or what? You know, and some people will say things that you'll be a bit surprised at or you go, oh, yeah, maybe I can see that. So whether you're currently in a business where, you know, you could ask clients, you know, what what am I really good at in this business? What is my superpower within this business? Because a lot of us, you know, if you're a service provider, um, you know, you want to niche down or if you've got a whole suite of products, you want to make sure that you're really putting out into the marketplace those products that are really hitting the mark for your ideal clients. So it's really zeroing in on what you're good at and getting help to do that if you need it. Mm. Yeah, so we have a 90-day business blueprint program and in one of uh, the exercises that we do is really we show our um, clients how they can reach out to potential clients I used to work with and ask the questions well what did you enjoy about me where did you think I could improve and really get some honest feedback because that's really where you can see okay these are my my superpowers this is why people like working with me and you sometimes would be amazed to figure out what it actually is you might never thought that that was something important yeah and I think that brings up a good point of um, reflection you know Mm. being able to reflect on yourself at times and take that feedback and whether you might feel like oh I don't know if I like 
that it's okay just put it together with everything and sit with it because it might come back later it might come back like they might say oh you're really good at problem solving and you might think I don't want to solve people's problems mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah, totally. <laughs> but, but but you might actually just park that for a bit and then start to see well actually when I do that it does lift me up or actually it puts me in a creative space to, to solve my own problems which is really good for me you know like it, yeah, it has different effects and that is a real good point like you really need to start thinking what lights you up and what brings you more energy in your life or when yeah. you work or in business and they are often where your strengths do lie. So it's a nice indication to figure out where to sort of dig deeper. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was just sitting on a, um, watching a webinar recently from John C. Maxwell. Um, he's written, he's now sold. Get ready for this, ladies. Are you ready? Yeah. Six million copies of his books worldwide on leadership and communication. So oh, wow. I, that number just blew me away. But. One of the things that he shared in this training was fascinating, and it, it relates to this. He said, you know, people ask me, you know, what my, basically he was saying this, people are asking me what my superpower is. And he says, I've never, I've kind of intuitively known what it is, but I've never been able to explain it to people. So perhaps it's something for you that you just do. It's just part of your DNA, but you can't really explain how you do it. That's your superpower. Mm. Mm, there you go. So, right. yeah. And it may change over time, right, Jen? I mean, we may we may mm. go through stages in our life where it's this, and then it could change and morph into something, you know, further than that thing, you know, couldn't it? Mm, totally. But it also yeah. can be, depends where you are in your career. So when you're starting out in your career, you think you need to really show with all your skills and your knowledge. And I think the longer you're in business, the more you just have this ease and you know the confidence to just mm. trust in what you do you do really well and you don't need to prove yourself yeah. either because yeah. we often think we need to horn on all these I'm so good at this or you often unfortunately our society doesn't want us to talk about things we're good at so we're conditioned to downsize ourselves yes, and downgrade talk, it yeah, yeah and yeah to talk and basically not to be open and um, willing to talk about our strengths and you know don't skite because you know exactly you know I was taught that too as a child don't skite it's not Mm -hmm. nice to skite and in New Zealand particularly where we are you know we do have this thing called a tall poppy syndrome which Mm -hmm. um, in other countries they call it different things but in New Zealand we call it that and it's essentially how poppies grow some poppies will put their heads above others and when that happens um, you know the idea is that you get cut off at the head kind of thing so when you try and rise above others people the rest of the poppies mm. pull you back down that's kind of what it's about <laughs> right yeah that's one of those things isn't it this was such a foreign concept to me when i shifted here from the states so those people who might be listening to this podcast from the states you're going to look at tall poppy and go what the hell but no seriously it's you know we're taught in the in the u.s culture that it's all about competition and you know you have to be head and shoulders above your competition in order to stand out and it's such a different paradigm business paradigm here in New Zealand so it was a real transition for me but there is nothing wrong with being able to confidently step up and say I'm damn good at what I do and it's okay I'm cool with that Mm. totally and we should do that way more celebrate each other whoever has done something great in business really celebrate each other it's so amazing and see how far you've come yeah and I think there's a humble piece as well you know I think Kiwi kind of have that bit of humbleness around the world you know we're a bit of a humble nation but actually we punch way above our weight in terms of the amount of population that are here and innovations that come out of our Mm. country is quite 
staggering when you compare. Yeah. yeah, but but again, I guess, you know, it's my thing, comparison is the thief of joy, right? So we want to be kind of gauging, but not comparing kind of thing, I guess, yeah. you know, and recognizing that, yes, there's competition, but there's also abundance everywhere. Mm-hmm. So when we have an abundance mentality, what we look for, we see more of, you know, because it's always that thing, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And it's such a great saying by Wayne Dyer. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. It means that your par- the paradigms change. You know, the, it's a shift. Like Jean said, you know, she came here and here we go. It's totally different. But you know, she's looking at it in a different way, right, Jen? Absolutely. And it's you know, I I appreciate where that comes from. And yes, there is a complete benefit. And I totally get tempering the confidence with humility and but the thing about that is if you're coming from the right place in your in what you're trying to do whether that's business or you know helping people in a volunteering capacity whatever that might be if you're coming from the right place and wanting to serve then you're never going to be perceived as um uh you know whatever the word is and i'm tra- arrogant right mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. You should don't let the being humble hold you back from, you know, taking on what you want to take on and achieve, you know. You can still yeah. be humble at the same time, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Well the other big obstacle could be fear that holds us back. And that's something that we would really often we try to step back and not go there where the fear is because that's basically where we should be going we want to up level we want to step outside of our comfort zone because it's a nice saying too what got you here won't get get you there Mm, mm, exactly um, yeah and fear is that false evidence appearing real mm, or um there's a really good one there's there's lots of other there's lots of them there's a um expletive (laughs) uh, uh, expletive everything and run I've never heard that one. No, that's a good one. <laughs> so F-U-C-K, everything and run, that, that's the other one. Um, but, you know, it's, it's all about recognising, hey, I'm starting to contract. So, because, you know, the two energies in life that we talk about in the 90-Day Diva program is all about there's these two energies in life, expansion or contraction, and we're constantly living amongst those. You can call it love and fear. In fact, you know, that's another way of looking at it. We're always a little bit fearful or we're sitting in, you know, expansion. And so we want to be sort of balancing it out and enjoying both, you know, getting getting the messages from both and then negotiating our way through things, but not letting fear be the thing that stops us. So if when we're feeling a bit fearful, then, you know, it's time to examine okay what am I feeling a bit fearful about and then okay what can I do do I need to ring someone that will give me a bit of a boost do I need to listen to a podcast and we put the 90 day divas on I'll have a little listen to them <laughs> you know um, check out get some stuff some fodder for your fear mm. you know bring a bit of fodder and get a bit of stuff in your brain that can start you thinking about it in a different way I'm reading a really good book by um, Gay Hendricks at the moment. It's called The Big Leap. And he had a really nice saying. He says, fear is excitement without the breath. And I thought that was such a great way of looking at it because it is true. It's the same sort of feeling that we have when we're excited or when we're fearful. Mm. But when we're fearful, we often forget to breathe. Mm. So we just start to breathe Mm. and actually start thinking, why am I scared or why do I need to stop breathing? And then I think the more you analyze that, 
where's this all coming from I think the more we can also just breathe into it and start going for it Mm -hmm. it's changing the energy like if you're fearful of something it's gotten in your head and it's really worrying you Mm. then the biggest thing you can do is move your body movement movement okay so get up and you know go for a walk in nature or you know go do a run or do do something with your body that changes it up and then you can think about it in a different way Mm. because emotion is motion you know so we want to be moving through the emotion of the fear keep moving through it it's a bit like you know fear is there to protect us but we don't want fear holding us back and Mm. this is where it's the dichotomy of trying to change up well do i should i take that leap you know with faith or you know have i calculated enough of the things that could go wrong and do i need to be aware of other things that i'm not aware of well you can't answer that you know you've just got to take it it's it's just take the leap and have some faith right really go for it yeah calculated risks nobody has a crystal ball so nobody's going to be able to say "Mm, this is going to work out i'll do this and oh no that's not going to work out i'm not going to do that but you weigh up the pros and the cons in the best way that you can with the information you have at the time and make the best decision for you at the time and if it works out great and if it doesn't you know there's you know this whole thing about failing forward and you know it's not really a failure if something doesn't work you just learn from it and do something different yeah, you had a good saying a while back. Yeah, I'm I did. just trying to think about. I was just thinking about that one too. Uh, about nice. fear, about failure being lessened, or something like that. Um, the it was all life or something. Yeah, it's um, by Sarah Blakely, and it's failure is not an outcome. Failure is not trying. Don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. Mm. So, it, and from every fail, we learn. Yeah. So, I mean, what's what's bad about that? It's really we've tried it. I've had this dream. I wanted to start my business. Maybe it was the wrong way. It might. We might have all these all these things that we want to actually try, but we don't do it because yeah, fear's holding us back. And then we all see how time flies. Next thing, another year's gone by, and you still haven't tried, and you're still talking about starting that business or creating a. Yeah, your podcast or something that you really want to do, but you just you let fear take over. And um, and the what if if it doesn't work out? Exactly. Well, you know, there's that saying too: jump out of the par- the the plane and the par- and pull the parachute on the way down. You know, like you don't just jump out of the par- out of the plane with the parachute open, do you? you and know? what is it? Ninety nine percent of your worries will never actually eventuate. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, isn't that great? And just knowing that, and, um, and I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Go, Jen. Everybody listening, everybody listening today has an instance they can point to right now of something that they have not done that they wish they had done. And I know, Lucy, you told us a story as we were just having one of our meetings a couple of weeks ago about um, meeting someone and not asking to. What was the. What was oh, the that's story? right. Yeah. <laughs> I was at a show. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, yeah, there was a celebrity there. And I was like, oh, my mum really likes this guy and I thought oh I'll go up to him and ask for a photo and I thought oh I'll just send that to my mum and she would love it and and in my mind I thought yeah that's a great idea and then suddenly this person was right in front of me and I did have that that sort of moment of oh my gosh is this rude to do this so all these what ifs came up and I was like, oh, no, this is really um, invading his privacy. And he doesn't even know who I am. And I want a selfie with him, really. Who do I think I am? And um, I sort of, the more and more I start thinking about it, I was like, oh, well, maybe I don't even need to have this photo because, yeah. And at the end, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't go for the photo because there was too many people <laughs> in the line. And um, 
yeah but looking back I didn't really regret it so I guess that's a good sign that I, I wasn't that desperate I to, think it's an interesting yeah. one though because it's again see the more we can observe the more we can make changes mm. so you've observed it like you've observed that that was old patterning mm-hmm. that popped right in there straight away it's like as soon as you wanted to take that thing this old pattern came in and said hey hang on a minute you know and that's kind of what's going on for us right we think oh we'd like to start that business or we'd like to create that podcast and then we're like oh but hang on mm. I don't know if I can do that and then what if this happens and what if oh the and what are my friends going to say mm. and family are they still oh. going to be talking with me mm. yeah Mm, totally mm. yeah and and that's conditioning as well because sometimes and it's good to actually even to just step back a bit from that and go well who's where did that voice come from like mm-hmm. oh is that you know nana that's probably nana <laughs> popping in and saying you know that i oh, don't do that because that's not what we do you know like mm-hmm. so it's just going oh well thanks nana for that but that's not me that's you mm. no and it's just stopping but, us from up leveling isn't it, it is. to really to go to that next level in life and we need to constantly break that ceiling like yeah. Hey, Hendrix says, mm. if you want to do that big leap, we need to expand mm. and we need to really get out of our comfort zone. And that would have been a moment. Yeah. What were you going to say, yeah. Jen? I've got a story for you, if, you, if you'll allow me go to on, tell it quickly. It. It's, yeah, plenty of time. It's my, it's my own approaching a celebrity story, but it didn't, it didn't go well. So, but that wasn't the end of the world. So I was up in Auckland, New Zealand, um, having dinner at a restaurant before a concert of, of an international singer. I will not mention who it is because I don't know if I'm supposed to do that. But anyway, um, <laughs> this person was in the same restaurant having dinner with one other person, the tour manager or whatever. And I was at a table with some friends. And I said, oh, there's so-and-so. Should I go over and ask for a selfie, a photo? And they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, oh, come on. I'll, get a, I'll talk to anybody, you know. Mm-hmm. So I walk over with my, with my phone camera and, you know, introduce myself. Hey, big fan. Go to your concert here in just a couple hours. Good luck. Come get a selfie. And he said, it was a guy, he said, um, no, really sorry, kind of just kind of want to be on my own right now. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. And did I feel like an idiot? Yeah, sort of. But was it the end of the world? No. Did my friends laugh at me when I went back to the table? Yes, because they probably thought, oh, there's no way he's going to do a selfie with her. And he didn't. But you know what? I put myself out of my comfort zone, and now totally. I can say I've met and spoken to this person. So it was cool. I've even got a story like that too or similar for failure around failure when I first started uh, doing solopreneur stuff where I was out you know with, with um, clients and stuff I had a like a breakfast and I had a guest come along I put lots of invites out and three people came and three was better than none okay <laughs> but at the time I wanted like you know 15 20 people and three people came, and this person was an international person, and luckily they were just on Zoom, and they knew me, and it was all good, and, and the people that were there were like, wow, we're really lucky to have this person. I'm like, yeah, you really are. It's okay, though. Obviously, you know, it just it hasn't got out there. It's not ready, whatever. You know, and we and we had a really good breakfast, but I remember coming away from there feeling like my ego was a bit... Um, battered and then I had to reflect back on it and say well actually it's not about me it's about serving the people that came Mm -hmm. and the three people that came just loved it you know and they talked to lots of other people and then I did another one and more people came and then Robin actually says a a great saying which is uh, a poor day for the ego is a great day for the soul and so you know that was a kind of yeah I had to kind of reflect and you know um, just put it to my side and keep going you know that's amazing because often we just let our ego just 
rule our life mm. Mm. and it doesn't really yep. bring us anywhere does it no e- edging goodness out that's another one for the ego so you know it's there to protect us we still need to have it it gives us confidence but don't always listen to what it's telling mm. you and it can be quite challenging to listen to you what's the difference between ego and fear like how yeah good question yeah so how would you well if someone's listening i mean we do have our ego trying to save us and Mm. protect us Mm, mm. but we also have fear so Mm. where do we know what's the difference well that's where you've you come into that heart wisdom a bit more you know so understanding the wisdom of the heart using the heart for decisions and how do you do that well it's you know one way is really to put your hands on your heart and breathe in through your heart and start to question you know let your heart give you some some ideas and they could come through pictures they could come through words you know you might just get an instant kind of feeling like oh a picture of something that happened long ago and oh I wonder what that means okay maybe it's this but if you're really someone who lives a lot in your head this will be difficult for you to do so then it's recognizing okay when I think that thought it makes me really fearful and I don't take the leap that I need to take so if I wasn't that thought if I put that thought to one side how would I feel you know how do I feel without that thought so then it's moving Mm. through that So you could sort of say the ego is more something that it will excite you, but then the second thought will be something, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. So is that maybe yeah. as a bit of a help? Huh? Yeah, yeah. If, something, if you feel that something's um, stirred you up and lit you up, you know, you feel like you're passionate. And this is where it's really good to talk to friends and other people who know you because they can say, oh, when you talk about such and such, you know, you really light up. Mm. And you can see it physically in the person, and that's why you can't see it all the time, but they can see it in you. So then you see that and you're like, oh, okay, they tell you that it's this. And you're like, really? Okay. Oh, riding horses. When I talk about riding mm. horses, you know, I do this. Or when I... Or in business, yeah. certain things you do in your business. So we've seen this in our business blueprint program with our participants. Some of them, they're talking about something and we're like, wow, this is exactly you, isn't it? And they're like, really? Because we see it. We see their passion and their, yeah, like you say, they light up. Yeah, yeah. Physically in the body, mm. you know, they smile. and, and But then energetically you can feel it. When you start mm. to get more understanding out of your head and into your body and into your heart to do more work in that area, your body will tell you because you'll start to feel more energy you'll start to feel oh I can't I can't wait to get up that's why you know if you're sitting at home on a Sunday going I can't I don't want to go to work tomorrow Monday yuck I can't wait to go it's yucky I don't even want to go there pull the covers back over there's a question mark there and if that's happening for you you need to talk to us (laughs) yep absolutely (laughs) so Carol have you what's that Jen we're here to add a add a uh add a little light to the world and to improve people's lives and kind of help you get in touch with stuff that does light you up. Mm. Totally. Totally, yeah. I wanted to just quickly for, you know, cover off, there's a thing that we do in the Happy For No Reason program and it's called Job, Career or Calling. And it's a it's a little story, okay, because, you know, all of us are sort of sitting in this space. Some of us are, are sitting with our job and our job's, you know, okay. Um, some of us are sitting in our career, and we're feeling good about that. And some of us, like the 90-day divas, are living their calling. And our calling with the three of us, wouldn't you agree, ladies, is all about the passion that we bring, right, for others? Totally. Mm. We yeah. want to inspire, encourage, 
yeah get you get like Jen says give you a better you know thinking about your life in a different way and really allow you to step into your zone of genius exactly and so this little story is a little quick little story so there was a woman walking down the road in Italy and she was going past uh, the building of the one of the big chapels okay so maybe let's say the Sistine Chapel it wasn't but you know let's pretend it was a lovely big building and here are three workmen on the on the work site and she goes to the first one and she says what are you doing and he says, I'm laying bricks. And she goes, right, okay. He goes, can't you see? Cannot you see, lady? I am, I am playing bricks. And she's like, right, okay. And then she goes to the next one. What are you doing? And he says, I'm building a wall, a foundation for, you know, the next part of the, the process. So, I'm, you know, I'm enjoying my work and I take home money to my family. I'm happy. Okay, great. She goes to the third man. What are you doing? He says, I am building the Sistine Chapel. You know, he's he's got his career, his, he's got his calling rather, right? So what are you building? What are you creating? What legacy are you leaving for the next generation, your children? You know, if you don't have kids, what legacy are you leaving on the planet to, um, and, you know, help others, help the world? And maybe we can help you find that. So, yeah, we, we would love to work with you, right, ladies? Mm. So how can they get hold of us, Jen? Oh, they can go to 90daydivas.com. That's 90daydivas.com. Or email us. Send us an email. Talk to us. Business at 90daydivas.com. And we'll be in touch. Awesome. And maybe last but not least, we have a community that's called Blueprint Bosses Community, and we really want to support, um, keep you accountable, and inspire you in your business, your life, to get ahead where you really want to go. So if that sounds like you, join us, and um, otherwise, see you for the next podcast. Thanks, guys. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.